We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. My friend, my friend, welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Brittany King. I have another special re-air for you. This is probably one of my favorite episodes. I got a lot of great feedback when I shared this one, and I definitely don't want it to just get hidden, lost in the archive. So I'm bringing a bit back emotional maturity. This is probably one of the most mind-blowing things that I have taught and I have learned. And I'm constantly working through this particular topic, being an emotionally mature adult, which I'm not going to give away the whole episode because I want you to listen. But Cliff Notes Being an emotionally mature adult means taking responsibility for your emotions, not a skill that we are, we have learned and not something that we're used to. We are used to blaming people. We are used to blaming circumstances. We're used to blaming all the things that we have zero control over for how we feel. And that my friend is super duper powerless. This is one of my favorite episodes and my favorite things to talk about because this is a constant dance between blaming and taking ownership. And this episode is full of so many juicy nuggets for you to enjoy. So have a listen, let me know what you think and enjoy. Oh, I cannot wait to talk about this because I have been tested with my emotional maturity this past couple weeks. And lately I found myself feeling really irritable and annoyed at things that don't usually bother me. And that's my cue to check in with where my emotional maturity is at. And I'm going to dive into this topic because it's very helpful and very eye-opening of just how we function on an emotional level. So if you've been listening to the show for the past couple of, um, I feel like past two months, you know, I've talked about common obstacles that stand in our way. I've talked about anxiety, victim mentality. We went over self-doubt and lack of confidence and how to build up confidence. And now I'm going to shift into a topic that is going to help you build on what I've already taught you so far. Because by now, I hope that you subscribe or you fully understand that your thoughts are responsible for the negative emotions that hold you back. Okay. So maybe throughout this process of listening to the show, you have discovered thoughts that have been standing in your way. You have realized the reactions that you've been taking that are your choice. Maybe you've been able to identify what is holding you back from achieving what you want in your life. And that's amazing if you have. If not, no big deal. This kind of work takes time and it's also a practice. So if you are interested in this, make sure you're continuing to show up for yourself and questioning your thoughts and doing these practices that I mention regularly because it's going to help make so much more sense, right? We can't just listen to something once and fully grasp it. We have to start to embody these practices. So We're going to talk about emotional adulthood. 
Okay. We're going to talk about emotional adulthood, emotional childhood. And before you just like turn this off and you're like, that's boring. Trust me. This is super interesting. And just, just stick with me. I promise that you will get something from this episode. So let's talk about what emotional adulthood is. This is something that has come up for me because it's been super easy to blame circumstances for how I feel, Um, but that's not being an emotional mature adult. Being an emotionally mature adult means taking responsibility for our emotions and feelings that help us maintain control of our happiness and grow as a person. This is what it means to be an emotionally mature adult. Okay. This means taking responsibility for our emotions and feelings. So this is something that when I learned this, I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense because this is what stops us from living the life we want to live. When we choose emotional adulthood, we have better relationships, more productivity, and even better health than when we are in emotional childhood. So let's talk about what emotional childhood is. Right now, as you're listening to this, you are an adult. And as an adult, you're responsible for how you feel in every moment. Okay, stay with me. What this means is you are in charge of how you think and you are in charge of how you feel. Now, when we are functioning as an emotional child... We blame other people for how we feel, for how we act, and the results we get in our life. Does this make sense to you? Because really, when I look around, myself included, so many of us are just functioning as emotional children. And I hear it all the time. I have to check myself in my language and also when I'm working with my clients. Now, this is what's so fascinating is because we're children and we learn that we are responsible for other people's emotions and other people are responsible for our emotions, right? Like you make me so happy when you do this, but then we become adults, right? Somewhere in college. So no one teaches us this. No one teaches us how to take responsibility for our emotions. Like there's no course. So, you know, when we turn 18, It would be super helpful if someone pulled us aside and was like, yo, it's time for you to become an emotional adult, right? Like now that we're adults, you have the brain processes that are going to help you understand your own thinking. And then you can start thinking about your thinking and therefore you can decide what you want to think and how you want to feel in any given moment, no matter what anyone else does or says in your life. Wouldn't that be amazing if that was taught in school? The other day I was hanging out um, in the park in Denver with a group of my friends and it was such a lovely day and it was so fun. We were like getting into this amazing conversation. We were doing tarot cards and spirit animals and just chatting about life and it was so fun and one of my friends asked or like if you could teach something what would it be and I literally said this I was like how to be an emotionally mature adult (laughs) like I wish that this was a part of the curriculum in school and the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because I had no idea I was totally just 
I was, I didn't realize that I was functioning as an emotional child, uh, even as an adult. And the reason being is when we're children, we don't have the capacity to get outside of ourselves. In fact, we think everything that's going on in our life is what's causing our feelings. And these thoughts are perpetuated by how we're raised, right? How many times have you heard from a teacher or a parent? Like, now, Susie, you really hurt Samantha's feelings. You need to say you're sorry for hurting her feelings, right? You've heard that before. Or what about this? When Susie did this, did that hurt your feelings? Or this? You know, when you do that, that makes me feel really angry and sad. This way of thinking is so ingrained. We don't even realize we teach each other that other people are responsible for how we feel. And this is the most disempowering thing we could possibly do. Not only to our children, but especially to ourselves as adults. See, the thing is, children don't have the capacity to make the distinction. And additionally, there are so many adults that function emotionally as children that it has perpetuated itself all the way into adulthood. The problem is that this is so disempowering to keep ourselves in this space of emotional childhood and blame. Think about the world right now. We blame the government. We blame the economy. We blame our boss. We blame other people. We blame our parents. We blame our friends. We blame our exes. We blame our mothers. We blame our childhood. We literally blame everyone for why we feel the way we feel and why we're doing what we're doing and why we're getting the results that we're getting. Are you starting to understand why this is so disempowering and why people feel shitty all the time? It's because we're blaming everyone all the time for how we feel. So that's emotional childhood. Emotional adulthood, like I said earlier, is when we decide to take full responsibility for everything we feel, no matter what someone does or doesn't do or what they say or don't say. Now, I'm, you know, as I'm saying this, I just want to acknowledge this is not easy. This is not a small feat. It's a huge challenge for most of us because we go into this place of expecting that we're going to just take control of our minds and take control of our feelings, right? Like we just think that we can just do it like that. And as an emotional adult, when we feel a certain way that we don't want to be feeling, we don't blame someone else. Now, this is not easy because our default is to blame, So when you shift into being an emotional adult, it is so empowering. It's so amazing. You feel unstoppable because most of us are, you know, we fall into feeling like a victim, which is totally normal. And the problem with this is we are completely at the mercy of someone else in our life. And by doing this, we just always feel stuck and we always feel terrible. Like sometimes we feel better, but there's just like this still undercurrent of feeling completely powerless. When we are in our emotional adulthood, we are in control. When we are acting like an emotional child, it puts us in a place where we don't have control over ourselves as adults. And I am familiar with this because I used to do this a lot and I'm still practicing it. Definitely this week I've been tested because there's a lot of things that I wanted to blame for how I was feeling instead of just taking responsibility, knowing that it's coming from my thoughts. So 
emotional adulthood takes responsibility for how we feel. Okay, I'm going to continue to say that until it's ingrained in your brain. It gives us the power of choice for how we want to feel. And then as a result, we're so much more empowered. We get to be more of what we want to be instead of being in an emotional childhood space by default. So, you know, something that I think is really important to touch on is like when we're in relationships, especially with a partner, we often blame our partner for how we're feeling. That makes sense. Have you been there before? And the problem is when we don't take responsibility, not only for the feelings, but the results in our life, we are constantly stuck in this disempowered cycle. It's a vicious cycle, right? So we focus on letting someone else take care of those things. Now, when we let someone else to take care of those things, we are not really living the life that we want to live, right? When you're in a place of disempowerment, you're in a place where you don't feel like you have control over your emotional life and you've given that responsibility to someone else. So going back to, you know, your partner. So if you say something to your partner, like you're responsible for making me happy or you're responsible for when I'm frustrated or when I'm sad, or you're responsible for everything that causes any emotion in me, you can see that when you're in that space, you're going to constantly want to control the other person. Okay. So when you're saying like, you're responsible for how I feel, but then you try to control their actions. So you feel better. They're always going to lose this battle because guess what? You can't control other people. You can't control any circumstances. You can't control anything outside of yourself. You can only control your thoughts, which control your feelings, which control your actions and your results. So if you're constantly telling your partner what to do and how to do it, you're going to be upset when they don't do it. And then your emotions are going to be all over the place like a ping pong ball because you're trying to control your partner's actions. And now these, he's just this like innocent bystander in your emotional like experience. Like he is, they or whoever is just there while you are having this emotional experience. And whatever your partner is doing is going to determine how you feel. And you can see how this is a very disempowering place to be. And it's very upsetting because you can't control other people all the time. And I've noticed that other people, (laughs) they don't like it (laughs) when you try to control them, right? Think about the last person you try to control. How'd that work out for you? No one likes to be controlled. Think about when someone tried to control you so they feel better. It doesn't feel good. And, you know, I think because we talk in relationships about meeting each other's needs, which is an element that's important, but also taking responsibility that our emotions are coming from our thoughts. So when we take control of our emotional well-being, that means we are intentionally thinking about ourselves and the world and how we want to show up. So I think that this concept of like meeting each other's needs in a relationship is a big form of emotional childhood. Because again, if you go to your partner and you're like, here are my needs and you have to meet them, it's almost as if you're a dependent child, right? If your needs are to do this and that in order for me to be happy and in turn 
your partner doesn't do the things that you need him to do to make you happy, then now you have put each other's happiness in each other's hands. And I don't think this is a good place to be because most people can't even make themselves happy, let alone try to make someone else happy. Imagine if we all just focused on making ourselves happy instead of making everyone around us happy. Like what a different world this would be. Most people don't want to spend all their time and energy trying to make someone else happy because the truth is we're just trying to manage our own emotional well-being, right? So it's hard enough to try to take care of someone else's happiness when we're just trying to figure it out for ourselves. Delegating that responsibility to someone that you love can have a negative impact on your relationship. I believe that the best relationships are when two people come together and say, I'm going to meet my needs, you meet your needs, and then we can come together and have a really good time. What if we all just functioned and said, my expectations of you are not to manage my emotional life because I'm having a hard time doing that myself. I don't know how I could expect you to do that for me. Like, What if we just showed up for our relationships like that? What would happen? So let's talk a little bit about what emotional adulthood looks like and sounds like. Because when you are functioning as an emotional adult, you're basically saying, I am responsible for my happiness and I am responsible for my unhappiness. The I'm responsible for when I get my feelings hurt and I'm responsible for my thoughts, feelings, and actions is the most empowering thing that you can say. Now, you might be thinking, okay, so if I'm the only one responsible for how I feel, then have I lost responsibility for how I treat other people? And the opposite is true. Because when you're acting from a place of emotional adulthood, you don't act in a way that's mean to other people. You don't act in a way that's cruel or base your reactions on trying to get them to act a certain way so you can feel better, right? Think about it. When you throw a temper tantrum or yell at people or when you're mean to people, it's because you're trying to control them, right? You're getting frustrated at them because you're trying to control them and they are not obliging to what you want them to do. When we're trying to get them to act a certain way so we feel calmer or less anxious or whatever the emotion is, whatever we're trying to feel better, it's just never going to work. Like think about it. Has it ever worked? Like trying to control someone so you feel better? No. It only causes tension and pain in the relationship. So emotional adulthood is saying you get to behave however you want and I'm going to behave however I want and I'm responsible for all of my actions and I'm responsible for all my feelings. Now, I'm not saying this doesn't mean you're not going to take actions that sometimes you might regret. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to apologize. And it doesn't mean you don't take responsibility for how you treat another person. Okay, that's really important to remember. This doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect all the time. Yeah, sometimes you might take an action that you regret and that might require an apology. And that's okay. When people are functioning as an emotional adult and taking responsibility for their feelings, they tend to apologize a lot more because they are owning how they're showing up, how they're acting. 
They're not saying, well, the reason why I acted this way is because you did this. <laughs> because that's the exact opposite of taking responsibility for how you think, feel, and act. Makes sense. And I'm laughing because I can think of times where I've done that or I've thought that, well, I'm going to act this way because you did this, right? Like totally a little child, which is okay. Like this isn't meant to be like, oh my God, there's something wrong with you. This is just, we never learned this. Like we never learned to take responsibility for our emotions. So if this is all new to you or you're like resistant or something is like, you're pushing against this, just open up to the idea that when you take responsibility, you're actually way more likely to apologize and own up to your actions. So, you know, it's a process of learning to become an emotional adult. And you have to recognize that this isn't to start blaming yourself for any thoughts or actions that you don't like. Okay. If you're not taking responsibility and constantly blaming someone else for how you feel, the tendency may be to turn the blame on yourself, right? So it's very normal if you're like, oh my God, well, I'm not blaming them. So I'm just going to blame myself. Like, so this whole time I've been the problem. There's something wrong. I'm such a horrible person. (laughs) So before you do that, (laughs) because don't, (laughs) it's not helpful. That's not the intention of this process. The intention of this process is to say, if I feel this way, it's because of my thinking. If I'm acting this way, it's because of the way I'm thinking, because of how it makes me feel. Now, the important thing is, and you hear me say this all the time, be curious, non-judgmental, and just like fascinated about that. Like, how can you treat yourself with kindness and compassion instead of beating yourself up? Because when you're in a place of compassion, now you know you have the ability to change. And that's so amazing. So when we're functioning as an emotional child, right? If we're functioning from a place of emotional childhood, we usually take the action that we end up regretting. And then we feel terrible. And when we feel terrible about that action, we don't take responsibility for it. So emotional adulthood involves taking responsibility for how we feel so that our chances of showing up in a way we don't want to show up gets greatly reduced. Okay. But when we do make mistakes, and we own them completely and we say, hey, this is on me. I did that. That outburst was totally because I was lost in my own brain, right? Or even, you know what? I lied to you about this because I wasn't taking responsibility and I was trying to hide. Or the reason I took stuff from you and didn't tell you about it is because I wasn't full on taking responsibility for myself, but I'm taking responsibility now. Ooh, doesn't that feel so good just to shift into that place of ownership? So powerful and what a wonderful place to be, right? In a place where you have complete power over your life. So you might be thinking that the phrase emotional adulthood doesn't sound like it would be fun or exciting compared to being an emotional child. This isn't true. Being dependent on anyone else when you don't need to be as an adult isn't fun. It's disempowering. And we're learning how to shift into a place of power. That's what this is all about, my friend. Shifting into a place of power. So now that you have gotten an up-close look at the concept of emotional adulthood versus emotional childhood, this is an invitation for you to explore this in your own life. 
So if you have your journal handy or after this episode is done, I just want you to write down some examples of yourself acting like an emotional child, asking yourself, where are you placing the blame in your life? Where are you not taking responsibility? Ask yourself, where do I feel entitled to something I haven't earned yet? This is a powerful question because sometimes we have this sense of like, I deserve this thing even though I haven't done anything working towards it. And this sense of entitlement takes the place of me not taking responsibility for the actions that I'm taking in this world. Especially I think of this question when it comes to my business, like where do you feel entitled to something you haven't earned yet? Like this is a real good touch point because if you feel entitled and you're not taking action, that's a sign that you got to take responsibility for how you're showing up. So yes, being an emotional adult, it requires more effort. Spoiler alert, all of this work requires more effort, but it is so worth it. Being an emotional adult requires responsibility. But as an emotional adult, you know it's so worth it. It's so worth to take the step into managing ourselves and our minds so we aren't dependent on other people for how we think, feel, act, and ultimately for the results we have in our life. So do me a favor. Just try it. Try it out. Again, nothing to lose. Look at where you're being an emotional child and how you can take more responsibility and how you can stop placing blame. I want you to just consider what would happen if you did those things and ultimately how that would change the results you're getting in your life. All right, my friend. Now you know what I'm talking about. It at first is a little jarring because we're so used to blaming people. But when you learn this concept and you're just open to it and you look at the areas of your life where you've been blaming or not taking responsibility and how it makes you feel terrible, it makes you want to take ownership over your emotions. Because if you can own that your emotions come from your thinking, which are your choice, right? Like you're choosing thoughts in any given moment, maybe not our automatic thoughts, but we can definitely consciously choose our secondary thoughts. We just take on such a stance of power. And it's just this topic in general in the mind over matter method is everything. It is one of those aha moments that I think everybody experiences of holy shnikes. I've been putting blame so many places in my life. It's time for me to take responsibility for my emotions, not blame myself for how I'm feeling. That's not what this is about. It's just owning. It's taking ownership of our thinking. And ultimately, that puts us in such a powerful place. It is such a power move to take responsibility for how you're feeling. Of course, there's things that happen, and we're going to choose thoughts about the things that happen, and it's our choice. If something happens significant in our life, we're going to choose thoughts that might make us feel angry or upset or sad. That's okay. It's not about not being angry, upset, or sad. It's about understanding what thoughts created it and not blaming someone else. Blaming someone else is totally useless. It is such a waste of energy and it often has us feeling more terrible at the end. So this topic, if you're super curious about this topic and you're like, whoa, I've been operating as an emotional child and I'm ready to take ownership of my life and shift into emotional maturity, the mind over matter method is calling your name. It is 
so, so, so helpful. I can't stress that enough. We really dive deep into our emotions and especially emotional maturity. So if you are interested in the program, make sure you join the waitlist so I can let you know as soon as the um, enrollment starts. All right, my friend, thank you for listening to this episode. I appreciate you so, so, so much. And if you have any questions, you know what to do. Just send me a little message. I'd be happy to answer it. All right. Until next time, love yourself, own your emotions, and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it, my friend.